0: hallelujah oh thank you jesus beloved will you lift up your voice and bless the name of the lord is there anybody here this morning who says that even though I have been through the valley of the shadow of death. Is there anybody here online this morning who say, even though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil. For if the Lord be for you, who can be against you? In the mighty name of Jesus, let the fear be broken. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, for the Lord is a lifter up of your head. In the mighty name of Jesus, where others are failing, you will succeed. Eh, because there is the power of his might working on the inside of you in the mighty name of Jesus. For this life in which you are, you are not leading your life by your spirit, by your might. You are not living it by your power. It is not by power nor by mind, but by his spirit, declares the Lord. This morning I've come to encourage you eh, by the spirit of his might. Eh, you run through troops. You will run through troops in the mighty name of Jesus. You will succeed in every endeavor of your life. It doesn't matter how far it has taken. Beloved, when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, when the spirit of his might overshadow you, nothing shall be impossible unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Beloved, this is your season. This is your season of acceptance. This is your month of acceptance. This is your day of acceptance acceptance. This is your year of acceptance as the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, as his might rests upon you. A failure is an, no option. barrenness is no option. Unfruitfulness um, is no option in the mighty name of Jesus. For in fact, he has declared unto us, in Joshua chapter number one, a verse number says, this book of the Lord shall not depart of your mouth, but meditate on it day and night and be careful to do as it is written. And this morning, I've come to encourage you this morning. It doesn't matter hey, how your water is tasting like. Oh, out of the bitterness come the sweetness. As the Bible said, the prophet went to the source and he cast the, the salt in there and said from this day forth, Your water is healed. Your bitterness is turned into sweetness. Your pain is turned into joy. Your weeping is turned into laughter in the mighty name of Jesus. Your lack is turned into into abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. Your sickness is turned into health in the mighty name of Jesus. Your sorrow is turned into thanksgiving in the mighty name of Jesus. Your memory is turning to thanksgiving Thank oh may the Lord turn the situations around for your good and for your success you. in the mighty name of Jesus Thank you. hallelujah Thank you. Thank you. even though we live in lockdown we shall fear no evil we shall fear no evil Somebody will lift up your hands and put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Beloved, it. it's lovely to see all of you. Hallelujah. It's lovely to see all of you. And it's such a great privilege to serve the Lord with you this morning and this week and this month and this year and the year ahead of us. It's been a blessing to be able to serve the Lord with you. Hallelujah. And we thank God for your life. We thank God for your household. We thank God for every woman, every teenager represented here, every boy and girl. Every woman, everyone represented here, every household, every nation, hallelujah, don't see yourself as an individual. When the Lord looks unto us, he does not see an individual, but he sees nation, his nation. In the mighty name of Jesus, I was meditating on, on, on the word of God having a dialogue with God. God, we are preaching every time, but it appears that people's life are not changing. The people's life remain the same. I mean, we, we preach the word we, we, we minister the word and we expect change, we expect deliverance, we expect transformation as by the word of God, because the Bible says the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. So the Bible of God should bring sharpness in our life. It should separate us from the nonsense and the truth, amen. And as I was just having this dialogue with the Lord, the Lord said to me clearly that, son, because my people have not completely surrendered, amen. And just as I was speaking to Dr. Daley this morning, It just dawned on me, Galatians chapter number three. When we begin so well in the spirit, when God is with us, God is working with us, his spirit and his mind is upon us. And now we think that we have acquired some power, we have acquired some status, we have acquired some dignity or some position. Then we think that it is our knowledge, it is our skills, it is our connections, it is our, our network that has brought us this far. Then we begin to slip may begin to come of the spirit into the flesh. But Paul, in his writing to the Galatians, said, clearly, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you after you have begun so well in the spirit? Who wanted to go back to the flesh? So Dr. Dele, I pray, my prayer for you is the same spirit that you are operating, you will not depart from it, but the Lord will continue to increase you Rima upon Rima in Jesus' mighty name. I don't know, but you bring such a revelation and um, the way you bring the scriptures across, it's, it's like somebody who has been pastoring for 20 years. Amen. God bless you. And that can only be by the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, we take this privilege to welcome each and everyone. This is Bread of Life Ministries where Jesus satisfies. Praise God. Hallelujah. Your spirit says the Lord. Hallelujah. And that is part of my message today in Zechariah chapter number four, verse number six. Hallelujah. But before we get there, hallelujah, let's begin from the top. In the power of his mind for the past three weeks we have been on this journey praise god in the power of his spirit and i said to you from the beginning of this series that if there be any message that you must lock in your spirit and run with this this year a year, our year of acceptance it is this message in the power of his mind beloved I said last week that there, are greatness or there is greatness on the inside of you, and that greatness will not manifest by your own connection or by your own power nor by your own uh, network, but by the Spirit of God, because that greatness is given to you by God. Hallelujah. And it is His Spirit that will work with you to bring a manifestation. As we learned from last week, from Mary and her situation, the greatness that was on the inside of her, did not come to manifestation by her own network, hallelujah, nor by her own influence or peer groups or her own connection, but it was the, the, the greatness that was deposited on the inside of her, be by the spirit of the Lord brought a manifestation to that greatness. If you agree with me, shout amen. Praise God. And what God can do is, Pastor, uh, Eric and Dr. Dele, God can do with you. Shout amen. amen. So you are not left out. Everything is possible to them that believe it. Amen. So if you believe that God can use the word of your mouth as a break of tongues to hit not just your enemies, but also your loved ones onto good ways. Beloved, it can be done, and it is possible. Hallelujah. Sometimes We write ourselves out. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter number three, many have said there is no hope for him. There is no hope for her. But you, oh Lord, are a shield for me. My glory and the lifter up of my head. Hallelujah. So you see, what God can do with Dr. Dele, he can do with you. Amen. What God is doing with Minister Christ, he can do with you. What God is doing with Kweku, he can do with you. What God is doing with Nessa, he can do with you. So we have to encourage one another unto good works. Amen. We have to encourage one another unto good works so that we begin to encourage ourselves. Wow, I'm amazed at the move of their spirit. So you also go to God. God, whatever spirit you have placed upon him, baptize me with that same spirit. So if you've got Kweku set on fire, Nessa set on fire. We've got Daniel set on fire. We've got Minister Teresa set on fire. Minister Chris is on fire. Pastor is on fire. Lady Gift is on fire. Aunt Jesse is on fire. Phyllis is on fire. Dom is on fire. Rob is on fire. Sir, when we are all on fire, we don't need to hype anybody because by the time we enter into the room, the whole place is charged with the power of his might. So you've got prophecy, you've got words of encouragement, you've got words of exhortation, and we bring it together. Somebody's got psalms, somebody's got praise, and together we lift each other's spirit up. And those of us who were in a a pleasant condition and yet our situation is bitter, by the time we charge ourselves, somebody bring word of exhortation, somebody bring psalms, somebody bring prophecy, beloved, that bitter situation begin to turn into sweetness. Today, may the Lord turn any bitter affliction into sweetness, uncommon sweetness. In the mighty name of Jesus, may your Barring situation with turn into fruitfulness in the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe many have said that you have become a desolate land. But my, the last time I checked the scriptures, the Bible says even the desolate shall be inhabited. He said the desolate shall be inhabited. The land that has been desolated, the same land shall be inhabited. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Me and Dr. Adele have uh, one spirit. The same spirit that is operating in him is the same spirit that is operating in me and is the same spirit operating in you. The spirit of God does not breed confusion. Many a time when you are speaking diverse tongues, there's confusion. Hallelujah. So if they are speaking Hausa and speaking Tree, Amma and Daniel speaking English, you can barely hear what is going on. But when we're speaking one language, everyone understand one another and can respond accordingly and peacefully. Many a time where there is no peace, where there is, no, where there is chaos, there is no peace. Where there's confusion also, there's no peace. And God is not the author of confusion. So when I say that, the Spirit in him and in me and in you is one Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not divi- divisive. Amen. You may a good place to say amen. I said the Holy Spirit is not divisive. Amen. So the Holy Spirit cannot operate in you and cause you to divide. That is not the spirit of God. Because you realize that even when you are not united, the Holy Spirit will not show up. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. When, that is why the Bible says in the book of Acts, when the people were together in one accord, all the time the Holy Spirit was promised. I'm still preaching in the power of his might. Praise God. So the Bible says that as the Holy Spirit was promised, you realize that Jesus promised of the Holy Spirit that I will not leave you often because the disciples have been so used to Jesus. Everything they needed, Jesus was there to provide for them. If they needed to feed people, Jesus was there to create the miracle. So when he told them of his departure, they were sad and sorrowful, but he assured them, he encouraged them. I said to you from the beginning of this service, each and every one of us, need an encouragement, praise God. This morning, all I'm doing is encourage somebody this hour. It's encourage somebody this hour that you are not alone, that the spirit of his might will come through for you. So the, the disciples were sorrowful. They, they, they had a heavy heart. So Jesus encouraged them and assured them that I will not leave you this way, but I will send the Paracletos, the Holy Spirit, Hallelujah. I will send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will be with you. The Holy Spirit will comfort you. The Holy Spirit will teach you into all truth. The Holy Spirit will guide you. And will be with you always. Hallelujah. That was his assurance of comfort to his disciples. So he said that you guys don't go anywhere tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power, until this promise spirit of God comes upon you. Because without the spirit, you cannot be successful. Without the spirit, you cannot achieve much. Just look at Peter. Peter, a, a big man and a seasoned professional Peter, a fisherman, without the Holy Spirit, a little girl like maybe Desiree will come onto Peter and say, Hey, you, this man, you are one of them. And as big as Peter was, he said, Little girl, get away from me. I do not know him. Why? Because without the Holy Spirit, you are timid. Without the Holy Spirit, you are powerless. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot make the right decisions if you pertaining your life and godliness. So he said that, tarry here. And you realize that by the time the Holy Spirit came, those of the disciples that waited patiently. Bible says that there were about 120. But beloved, if you go through the commentary, if you go behind the 120, Bible commentators makes us to understand that there were more than 120, but many could not wait. Amen. What am I talking about? I'm talking about where there is chaos, the Holy Spirit will not show up. Where there is confusion, the Holy Spirit will not show up. So if you are married here and there's chaos in your home and you are praying for Holy Spirit to come upon you, I can guarantee you 100% the Holy Spirit will not show up. You've got to get rid of the chaos. You've got to get rid of the confusion. You've got to recognize one another, submit to one another, love one another, and be one. Then that is a recipe. That is create the atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to come. How many of you want to go to a war zone? How many of you go to a war zone where bullets are flying, missiles are flying, and you are checking your Instagram page? And you bring your phone and you check in your status on Facebook. Nobody does that. We don't want that trouble. And you see, is there still small voice it tells us that it does not like chaos? So Bible commentators makes us understand that actual fact they were more than 120, but there were confusion. Many were, I mean talking. So, ah, it's a long time this promise of the Holy Spirit came and when is it going to come? They were debating, is it going to come? Is it not going to come? How is it going to come? How will you know that it has come? And they were debating and others said, I've got to go and do my business. I can't wait any longer. So when all the confusion settled, when those who would leave would have left, when, the, when all the impatient people Left, Bible says that one twenty that were together, there was no division among them. The Bible says that they were with one accord. That means that they were united. They were united. They were together as one. I said, the spirit of God is one. If you are divided, the spirit of God will not operate in you. That is why I cited with myself and Dr. Dele that the spirit in Dr. Dele is the same spirit that is upon me. Why? It is not two spirits, but one spirit. One spirit. But when they, they became one, when they were together, When they were in agreement, there was no discontention between them. There was no chaos between them. They all believed and agreed that the promise will come. Even though it tarries, wait for it. For it shall surely happen and it will not delay. Habakkuk. So when they were together, the spirit descended upon them. As like clothing, fire of tongues. And Bible makes makes us to understand, the manifestation of the Spirit was in diverse tongues, and those diverse tongues were not tongues of confusion. There were tongues to prove to the doubting Thomases, the spectators that were there. Are these people not Arameans? How can we hear them speak in our language? So the the diverse tongues that manifested on the day of Pentecost were not tongues of confusion, but it was to bring clarity that God is at work here. Because the houses were hearing the Scottish speaking in their language. Amen. Amen. The Portuguese were hearing the English, speaking in Portuguese. Amen. They, they heard them in their own language, and that caused them to believe that this Holy Spirit can do all things, can make all things possible. For us to walk in the spirit of his might, we have to be one. That is why when Joseph decided to get rid of Mary quietly, the angel had to go to Joseph because there cannot be division where the spirit of God is at work. There cannot be separation. There's got to be unity. Somebody shout unity. Hallelujah. That is why the angel had to go to Joseph and assure Joseph and encourage Joseph that it is not shameful, for this is an honor to you to be a Yaka Papa Yakata, to have the opportunity and the privilege to bring the Son of God up. It is an honor and a privilege to you. So don't do that which you have thought of doing. Separating yourself from Mary. Because the spirit of God is working on the inside of her. And because it is one spirit, that spirit will have to work on you also. You cannot be separated or work in disagreement or this unity for the spirit to work. So, the same angel had to encourage and reassure Joseph because the Spirit of God does not work or operate where there is disunity and chaos and confusion. So, what am I trying to say today? For the past three weeks or so, we have been on this journey in the power of His might. Beloved, if we desire the spirit to operate, to bring from the inside of us the success, the the, the greatness of God on the inside of you, beloved, we cannot be the altar of confusion and chaos. We've got to be one. Somebody said we've got to be one. In other words, we've got to work together because it is only then that the spirit of God will come in his might and in his power. And it is this power that when it comes upon you, nothing shall be impossible unto you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. What did Jesus? Tell the disciples in the book of Matthew. He said that for men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. That is, with God, all things are possible. So with men, it shall be impossible. But when the spirit of God works on the inside of you and it is operating in you, nothing shall be impossible also to you because the same God is the same spirit that is operating on the inside of you to bring the greatness from the inside of you. That makes you unstoppable. Somebody, this is, your, this is what you need for the rest of the year, the spirit of oneness. It is the spirit of God. You are fighting with everybody, and you want the spirit of God to work with you. It doesn't happen. When you go to work, you are fighting with your colleagues. At home, you are fighting with your husband. Man, you are fighting with your wife, you are fighting with your children, you are fighting with your pastor, you are fighting with your deacons, you are fighting with your trustees, you are fighting with your colleagues, even at school, you are fighting everybody. And you want the spirit of God, the still, small voice to come upon you your behavior and attitude will not permit the spirit of truth to overshadow you. That is why Mary had to surrender. That is why Mary has to give up her will. That is how Mary has to give up her own desires and aspirations and say, be it unto me according to Thy word in other words i'm not going to fight you in other words i'm not going to resist you in other words i'm not going to be angry with you but father if you have said so let it be unto me according to Thy word and beloved if you submit your word i spoke to the lord say father why are we not seeing change transformation in our people, in our lives, in our generation, and in our season. Says son, because my people have not fully surrendered. Love I realized in the upper room there were more people there. It was only 120 that fully surrendered, fully were united, and out of that 120, they received the promise gift of the holy spirit i believe there is a promise of god in your life i believe there is greatness of god in your life but are you united are you with are you one with the spirit are you together in the spirit allowing his might to operate Within you, Hallelujah. Are you receiving something for today? When there is this unity, the spirit of God cannot operate and beloved. Like I said, from the beginning of this service, Jesus, if you've been following this series very well, we are building a trend that even our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, needed the spirit to be able to succeed in his ministry. That is why he did not start his ministry before the spirit of God descended and remain upon him. He did not start his ministry until the Spirit of God descended upon him and remained upon him. That is why even in Garden of Gethsemane, he feared death. He could still stand in the face of it and say, Father, not my will, but let your will be done. Does that sound familiar to you? that does sound familiar to you? It's like Jesus praying the prayer of the mother. Be it unto me, according to thy word. It is the same spirit that even in the face of death, in the face of abuse, In the face of humiliation, the Spirit empowers you, empowered him that he could surrender. He could give in to his fleshly desire and allow the Spirit to have his full way in his affairs. So he could say that, not as I will, but yours be done. Hallelujah. So John the Baptist said that I did not know him. Even though I am the one preparing the way for his ministry, even though I am the one setting up for him to operate, I do not know him. But the one who sent me, this is how the one who sent me. Realize that it is the same spirit. The only way you know the messiah, the only way you know the one that you are a foreshadow of, the only one you the only way you know, the one that you have come and been working, baptizing, getting men and ready to follow him and to follow his ministry and to support his ministry. The only one you know he is the one. Is by the same spirit. The spirit referred to baptize, but I realize the difference with this one is the one that the spirit will descend and remain upon him, because he could not be successful. He could not do that which the Father sent him to do without the spirit of God. It is the enabling power. It is the enabling power. It is the enabling power to achieve and to do and to fulfill his purpose, his assignment, his dream and vision. It is the same spirit that gives us That power. And in Acts chapter number 10, verse number 38, I love this scripture, praise God, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth and there is only one Jesus of Nazareth. With what? With the Holy Spirit. And now I began to ask myself, why did Jesus of Nazareth need the Holy Spirit for? Because he is God. What does he need the Holy Spirit for? But listen, the answer is right there in the scriptures. The best way to interpret scriptures is by the Holy Spirit and also let the scripture interpret itself. So you don't bring your understanding in that there's a hermeneutics principle, there's a typology type principle, types and symbols. Sometimes you can interpret scripture just by the types. Amen. Like if you look at Joseph and Jesus, there's a type, like Joseph is a typology of Jesus. He went through the pit he went through the prison. He went through accusation. He went through uh, prison and then he seated up on high, giving the highest post. Jesus, said the same thing went through betrayal, went through pain, went through abuse, went through uh, the cross and went through burial, the pits, and seated at the right place. So it tells you the time. So you can interpret certain aspects of the life of Jesus in reference to Joseph. Amen. How Jesus had a vision. How Joseph had a vision. And they tried to kill him. And Jesus they killed him. Let scripture interpret itself. So in the scripture has the ability to interpret itself. The word of God has the power and the remand to interpret itself. So you don't speak your mind. So why did jesus need the holy spirit jesus of Nazareth. why did he need the holy spirit and why do you also need the holy spirit the answer is here scripture interpreting itself for he went around doing good so beloved we'll If you lack to do good, if you can't do good, many of us, we struggle to do good. You are lacking the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because he... He went about doing good because he's been empowered by the Holy Spirit. That is why when the disciples say, send them away, we haven't got the money to provide for them food. Jesus said, no, 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 I can't send them away. Why? The Holy Spirit is operating on the inside of him because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth and it also does good. Amen. So doing good and healing all who were oppressed. So you see, the, the, the scripture is interpreting itself. So when you ask question, don't go and look for your prophet. Just look for the verse before or after. The, that same scripture will interpret itself. Why did God anoint Jesus with power, and with the Holy Spirit. It was to do good and to heal, to bring healing, to bring redemption, to bring deliverance to all those that are oppressed of what? Of the devil. So it is only the Spirit of God that can overcome the atrocities of the evil one. That is why you cannot succeed without the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. When Zechariah taught that he can do everything by his mind, hear the word of the Lord to Zechariah. Zechariah chapter number four, reading from verse number six. Hallelujah. In fact, I'll pick it from verse number five for better understanding. Then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, Knowest thou not what this be? And I said, no. Zechariah said, no. My Lord, then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. But by what? My but by what? My Say, Yesu. And what did the Lord do? He anointed Jesus of Nazareth with power. With the Holy Spirit and with great power. The amplifier says with great power. Not just power, but with great power. What for? To do good. So the angel ministered unto Zechariah, that that which you see shall not be by your power. It shall not be by your intellectual capacity or capabilities, but by the spirit of God. And is the same one spirit, the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth. And beloved, if we must operate in the spirit of power, we must be one. In other words, if you are home, if you are a son, you are a daughter, you have to respect and honor your parent. You can't desire the gift of the Holy Spirit. You can't desire the anointing of the Holy Spirit. When you are divided, amen, you've got to be one. You don't listen to your mother You don't listen to your father. You don't listen to nobody. And you want the Holy Spirit. You will not even listen to the Holy Spirit. Recently, we've been doing a series cultivating the attitude of gratitude. And I keep encouraging people to start learning to say thank you to everything and in every situation. When you develop and cultivate that attitude, it is very easy to come back to God and thank him for all his wonderful kindness and goodness. Are you receiving something for today? Are you receiving something for today? So even Jesus needed the spirit. Hallelujah. The spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the power of his might to successfully execute his assignment here on earth and they sit at the right hand of the father and in the same spirit helping us making intercessions for us beloved there is great destiny on the inside of you will you allow The spirit of unity to work on the inside of you, to bring the spirit of God to overshadow you, to make all the impossibility, to make, to turn all the bitterness into sweetness, to turn all the unfruitfulness onto abundance, to turn all the barrenness onto a fruitful land. When you allow the spirit of God to overshadow you, nothing shall be impossible to you. Did you do receive something for today? Yes. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, uh, we've just been building on Jesus' birth, his ministry, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit to, sus- to enable him to execute his assignment successfully next week god dwelling we will come why we also need the spirit of his might amen. amen bible say and the spirit of god came upon jephthah and the spirit of the lord came upon gideon and the spirit of god came upon david so we have left jesus now we will come to individuals why we also need the holy spirit and i said i ended this message that with the spirit of god when you allow the spirit of god to overshadow you nothing shall be impossible to you not to god but to you did you get that revelation i said that when you allow somebody you've got to lock this in your spirit hallelujah I was just ending the service and this is just coming to me strongly. I said, when you allow the spirit of God to overshadow you, nothing shall be impossible to you. Not to God, for we know that with God, nothing shall be impossible. Impossibility lives with men. Amen. Impossibility stays with men. It is men that find things impossible. God, nothing is impossible to him. The one who spoke and the world came into being. The one who can divide the Red Sea. What, what at all can stop him? Nothing. Amen. But impossibility thrives with men. But when you allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you, to overshadow you like Mary, impossibility is nothing. Amen. Amen. When the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, nothing shall be impossible to you. Joseph, check him out. Bible says when he was in, even in prison, the Lord was with him. In other words, the Spirit of God was working on the inside of him. That gave him favor. When the Spirit of God comes upon you, when men send you to be condemned, you receive favor. I believe you're receiving something for today. Is there anybody online who faces impossibilities? You have impossible challenge. Hallelujah. You have impossible challenge. Things are difficult for you. Hallelujah. Allow the Holy Spirit to overshadow you. And power will come to you to defeat that very thing that tormented you or has tormented you all this years. The spirit of God, like the angels said unto Zechariah, this is what the Lord said unto Zerubbabel. It is not by might. You have tried your strength. You have tried your network. You have tried your own connection and yet it still remains the same. Will you surrender to the Lord? The Lord said to me, son, Because many, my people have not totally surrendered, completely surrendered to him. Mary could have said that, no, 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 no. Let me just enjoy my life with Joseph. Then you come in later. But she completely surrendered. said, let it be unto thy handmaiden according to thy word after she asked all her questions. And the moment she said that the the Holy Spirit will overshadow you, she sees her confusion and chaos, division stop, because oneness is invoked. So let it be unto me, according. And it began the miracle, the miracle of Jesus hallelujah thank you jesus it's invoked a miracle a miracle to happen and the same miracle is available for you today will you completely surrender to him i don't know how your life is but god by true immutability, his covenant, his promises, it is impossible for God to lie. You know where you are at. You know your life is not completely surrendered to him. You know that you don't live a life, let it be unto me as according to that word. You know you don't operate not my will, by yours be done. You insist on what you want to do. You insist on what you want to do all by yourself. You can't even take counsel. You know yourself. As we bring this service to a close, I want you to just present your case to the Lord. The elders of the town came to the prophet and said, man of God, you see, we are living in Great Britain. Everything is big. Everything is there. Everything we want is there. But our condition is bitter. We can get everything we want from the shop. We can get everything we need from our workplace. But our condition is bitter. What did a man of God do? He said, get me a cruise and put in some salt. Salt is for preservation. Hallelujah. He said, we've got to preserve your situation. We've got to preserve your situation. We've got to preserve your condition, not in the bitterness, but before we preserve it, it must change. It must be turned into sweetness. And the Bible says that he went to the source of the water. He just did not go into the middle. Because when I, somebody, you've got to check your source. You've got to check yourself. You've been trying to. fix things, but you don't go to the source. You just stay in the peripheral. You just come in the middle, and yet the source. So you no know, matter how you fix the middle, that when the, it comes from the source to the middle, it is contaminated again, and the bitterness is still there. So the man of God, the prophet, the one whom God do not do anything unless he has revealed unto him. So God revealed unto his servant, the prophet, and said their children, their situation, their problem, is not in the middle, but it is in the source. So go to the source and preserve the source. When the source is preserved, the whole is preserved. So he tackled the problem from the source. Hallelujah. I want you to turn to the Lord. I've said so many things by the word of the Lord and by the Spirit of God. Jump at you. And I want you to bring that word before the Lord. Maybe yours is chaos. You are just fighting everybody. So you can't see the manifestation of his power and the greatness of God. With your quarrelsome nature, you abort your greatness. The place you are supposed to be excelling, you are bought. The people that are supposed to help you and to lead you and to direct you to the place assigned for you or designated for you. You call all of them and they leave you. Will you talk to God for the next 60 seconds? Just talk to God. You know yourself. You know how your source has been contaminated. Don't try to fix it. Hand it over to him. Let him fix it. Sometimes we, 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 we break things and we want to fix it by ourselves. The Lord said in Jeremiah, Can't I fix Israel as this potter fixes the clay? We are broken, but he doesn't expect us to fix ourselves. If we can fix ourselves, we will not be broken in the first place. Because we can't fix and manage ourselves. That is why all the cracks are in our lives. Cracks all over our lives. I have a mug here. I've said before, I've used Gorilla Glue to put it together, but occasionally it comes off again, cracks. No matter how you patch it, no matter how strong glue you use, it will come off. But I said here before, if I return the same mark to the manufacturer, the manufacturer has the power to crush everything and redo it again, make it new without any cracks and any deformity. Some of us, we have to go back to the one who made you. Say, I am broken. There's cracks all over me. Father, will you make me whole? Will you fix me? Will you fix me? Will you fix me? me? Will you let your indwelling power of the Holy Spirit fix me and remain in me? For the next 60 seconds, just talk to your Father. Fix me, O Lord. Make me anew, O oh Lord. Make me anew, O oh Lord. Take away their patches and put me together seamless. 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 Remove their cracks and make me whole. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved, God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord bring you acceptance. May everything that is on your heart, on your mind, in in your vision to, to accomplish this week, May the Lord give you uncommon acceptance in the mighty name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Amen. We love you. We thank God for your life. Keep well and keep safe, and we look forward to serve the Lord with you again. God bless you and keep you.